now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Welcome back, episode seventy-four. A little, a little double barrel action this week. Boys are back, back to back nights. I've said back a lot in the last ten seconds. And guess what? We're going back to JC seventy-three for a quick intervention. Double barrel. Pew pew. Give me one of those, Chad. Pew pew. Pew pew. Connor, give me one. Pew pew. With their, what is that? Celery in your mouth. Pew pew. Yeah. We're pissed off tonight. We've been pissed off all day, actually. Every time I remember, I actually forgot about it until right before recording. And I was like, yes, I'm pissed off today. South Carolina transfer wide receiver from Division Two FCS. I don't know what they call these anymore. From Wingate. Transfers in. He's a receiver. He's going to South Carolina. So, you know, you're already kind of fucked. Uh, you know, you know what the NCAA's pile of papers looks like of things they're never going to touch and things they're definitely never going to touch. This is one of the things they're definitely never going to touch. They don't care. Um, they deny his waiver. He can't play. He's not immediately eligible. A year when everyone gets a free year of eligibility, regardless of circumstance. That alone makes this unbelievable. They announced this earlier. That alone makes this completely make no sense to me that he can't be eligible to play this year. And then pass granting of waivers to others because they're big names or have high power attorneys. So that's where you see like your Caden Mays from Georgia, five star, former five star offensive tackle, huge NFL prospect getting immediate eligibility to go play Tennessee. What? Phil Jerkovich, BC quarterback, immediate eligibility. I Former five-star recruit at Notre Dame. Justin yep. Fields got immediate eligibility. Tate Martell got immediate eligibility. Oh, he stinks. He's a bad player. And I actually think he's transferring again. Is that right? He's just opting out for the year. Oh, he's garbage. Um, but you see all these. If you're not a high-profile guy at a major, like, top 10 school, unfortunately, South Carolina's not there. I'll say it. I know it. But, like... You've got to be kidding me. I remember the story about the the tight end who's like trying, I think he was trying to transfer to like Illinois, something like just a random school because his grandparents were sick. One of his grandparents was sick. It was like literally terminally ill and they could only watch this one last season. They hadn't seen him playing forever. So he's trying to transfer literally like right where the hospital was. And they said no. And then the, the person died without ever getting to see their kid. You guys remember the story? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta look up the name now. It's it's abs. The NCA is the most corrupt organization. It's absolutely fucking disgusting. I was so mad for so many portions of the day at the NCAA. Like I literally was looking up what their email address was to write them. I was so pissed off. I was so mad. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. I mean, in America, so now South Carolina is starting like three guys under six feet at receiver week one. Tennessee got Cade Mays starting week one though, right? It's unbelievable. I can't, it's unbelievable. I mean, in America, we always talk about checks and balances, and like the NCAA, they can just do whatever the fuck they want, and it's no one can stop them. They're so poorly run. Mark Emmert doesn't do a damn thing. He's the king of the do nothing club. Lip service, dude. He's lip service all time. He's he's basically I call it ace lip service today, but Mark Emmert's Mark Emmert's the captain lip service. They don't do anything. They had no control over the conferences, the COVID situation at all. It's a total disaster. The slate's been shit. That's the the biggest crime other than South Carolina getting fucked again by the NCAA is the slates have been shit. Luckily, we got the SEC back this week, but I'm pissed off. I could I, do it for probably an hour straight, but I'll I'll let you guys talk now. I think on top of that, like the time frames of this, um, you know, wait, one, four days before the first game, and now South Carolina literally had to wait like they. It's unbelievable. 
Yeah, like 1A definitely being just who's deemed eligible and who's not, but 1B being some of these guys are waiting nine months to be to hear if they're eligible or not, and then like you have Justin Fields who was deemed eligible in probably three weeks, if like such a short turnaround. Tate Martell ruled eligible so quickly. Um, I actually one of these days when I have a lot of free time, I'm gonna read up. Uh, I'm going to look into the NCAA bylaws, do a little research paper, maybe, and just figure it. out. I love that so much. We need people of action like you, Chad. That's yeah. Not just figure out, like, I- I'm more interested in the time frame, when they make these decisions, why it takes longer than, you know, some some players take longer than this others. This guy is moving, like, what is the point of denying him a year? Everyone's got eligibility. He's moving from, like, FCS D2 school, he gets a shot in an SEC program to be also closer to his family, and you tell him he can't play? It's unbelievable. So now why is he going to be in college for another year? He's 24. Just Jay Bills tweeted that. It's like, what's what's the point of having someone in college till they're 24? What is that? Who does that serve? The athletes get fucked every time. Especially Here's what's going to happen. He, he's going to get, like, random – he's going to randomly get eligibility in, like, week four or something. Oh. They're, they've appealed it, and the, the amount of backlash, it's been awesome. It has been so nice to see how many people, like, in sports media are so aware of this Jalen Brooks situation in South Carolina today. Like, every other hour I've seen another person tweet. I was liking it, retweeting. I need everyone to see this shit. It pisses me off so much. But, yeah, uh, they've they've appealed it, and I think the NCAA is just going to – they always bend the knee because they're a bunch of pussies, so they are going to bend the knee. But it's going to be too late. Like, South Carolina is already going to be fucked. So, how was that? That's how I feel. And I found the name. Luke Ford, Illinois, was denied a waiver um, to play there to see his ailing grandfather. Um, And that grandfather is a grandfather. Grandfather died. That's all I know. Grand God. I don't know. It's a sad situation. NCAA is fucked. I'm all my brain's a pretzel now. So I'm going to need you guys to talk for the next five minutes or so so I can cool off. Um. Wow, that was a lot. You usually don't get a lot of Clements early on. You usually have to work them into these shows where, you know, I hog the beginning and then power starts to chime in and John's just silent. But this one, he, he got his tongue, work, tongue working early. Um, I have a bit of a locked jaw right now because I'm not used to talking this, like, less amount. But I'm fine with that. I like, you know, spreading the wealth. Um, it gave me a time to finalize my locks of the week for the NFL. Um, college, right now I'm versus Cam, and I just I can't get myself to bet on it. I just I just these these slates for college football are, um, you know, they're not great. And uh, I was texting, yeah, I was texting with someone that's um, in on you know the whole the bookie side of things, and they said there's been uh, a big drop in the amount of bets placed in college football, which yeah, I mean makes sense. Um, be interesting to see ratings with the SEC back. Um, it's just, I don't feel like it's college football season at all. I just have no, like, obviously John has his team playing this weekend. Powers had his uh, at BC on Saturday, but it's still just the vibe is different. It's atrocious. I, honestly, I'm, I've won gambling so far, so I'm content with it, but the, the slates have been terrible. Um, Chad, before I forget, Key to success before these podcast recording is five to ten minutes of tongue exercises. I want you to roll it. Tongue exercises before these episodes every time. Okay. All right. I can do that. Um, but the slates have been so bad. 
that they can only get better. That's the bright side. That's the bright side of this. Um, yeah. Starting with the SEC again, the fact the Big Ten isn't starting until October, nothing has changed with the pandemic at all. I saw a quote from, from a Big Ten coach that essentially said they need like two and or max three weeks to actually get their players ready to play a game. So I don't understand why it's five or six weeks after the announcement that they needed to actually start the season. Probably more to it that I'm not educated on, but um, I don't know why you wouldn't start earlier. It gives teams an opportunity where they do have a breakout like Notre Dame did this weekend. To What's that idiot's name? Keith Warren? He's the commissioner. Of Kevin the Warren. Kevin Warren, he's right there with Mark Emery. He can. He sucks. Yeah, he can actually kick Dude, These guys just fold to the pressure of the libs that want this shit all shut down, right? And then they're like, oh, well, shit. Other people are doing it, huh? We are missing the money. These schools bring all the kids back to get all the full full tuition money. They send them all home when there's 500-plus cases. Because what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? It's such a sham. It's all lip service and a fucking fraud-run organization all around the NCA and pretty much every conference. But... <sighs> That was a lot. It's all. It's it's really. This pandemic has exposed so many organizations and so many people for just being so fraudulent and selfish, and indecisive, and stupid. I could go on. Gonna have to stop me. Yeah, I I was just gonna say before we dive into the slate, we we have a couple postponed games this weekend. We have the biggest one being Notre Dame Wake Forest. Uh, Chad gave us a little inside scoop today. Apparently the the athletes at Notre Dame, they can't stop partying up there in, in South Bend. Idiots. Um, Chad's right there with him, though. That's how he knows. He's up <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yes, he is. Uh, and then, I don't know if you saw BYU's team contracted positive from a gambling party. And I didn't even know gambling was legal at BYU. Is BYU... Co- Dude, didn't they wax Navy week one? Yeah, like fifty-one to three, and then I th- and then their game against uh, was it Army last week got like postponed because they had like a gambling party or something. That's a, team, <laughs> that's a team that's got a little heart, and that's dude. That's why they won so much. Oh, remember this one. Put this one, write this one down on a fine sheet of paper, and then put that in your head and just lock it and and throw out the key. Yeah, they they were they were supposed to play Troy this weekend. I think they're still on. I'm not positive, but their BYU is currently a 14 point favorite in that game, so something to keep in mind. And then the other postponed game we have is Memphis versus UTSA, which who really fucking cares, honestly. So should we but, hop into the the college football slate for this weekend? And uh, I think give it's time. Rock? I think it's time for some slate talk. All right. I love some slate talk. So to open, I'll give you a quick overview. We have a couple ranked games. We have at 3.30 on ESPN, we have Cincinnati home against Army. Cincinnati's 14th in the country. Army is 22nd in the country. Uh, Additionally, we have probably the biggest game of the weekend. It's a noon game on the SEC network, which doesn't make any sense. I don't know why you wouldn't put uh, the first ranked SEC game on CBS. Finally, why are the best games at noon? I don't. Chad. I don't know. Um, 
Restart that sentence. Connor, cut that part out when you edit it, but restart your sentence right now. Um, I don't know why all the good games are at noon, but we have Pittsburgh, Louisville at noon as well. That is 21 versus 23. Why Louisville's still ranked, I don't know. Because there's nobody else playing right now, and they were ranked, and they lost to another ranked team. Um, Chad, touch on that Auburn-Kentucky game. So that's a 3.30 game. Um, no, it's not. I lied. It's a noon game. <laughs> I don't know why it's not a 3.30 game. It makes no sense to me. Um, we we, we need to let the folks at home know that, that Chad's been a little overwhelmed. He's studying for his CPA. His job's, you know, trying to get him to start early. So he's a little frazzled tonight. We're going to cut him some frazzled. slack. I'm a little frazzled. Um, but that is a noon game on the SEC Network. Biggest game of the weekend. Auburn is opening as a seven and a half point favorite. Um, what are you guys liking in this game? I'm personally not going to touch it. I, I can't touch two teams that haven't played yet. Um, I'm just curious, what who the hell is playing at ESPN at noon? Um, got it's got to be Old Miss. That's hideous. Florida and Ole Miss. Florida and Ole Miss. That's who I'm watching at noon. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I, I again the scheduling of those two games being the way that they are scheduled makes negative sense at all. Um, yeah, and we we were talking about this earlier about how the volume is down betting college football. I currently have the live lines pull up. There's not a single game that is recorded more than 250 bets on it. Well, um, that's that's at legal sportsbook. We 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 know the. The underground stuff might be a little crazier, but legal sportsbook. Alabama-Missouri is the most bet game at the moment with 252 bets. Huh. Um, I'll start it out and uh, right where Connor hit. I'm going to go Alabama minus, is it, I see 27 and a half. Um, Alabama. <sighs> is this your first lock of the week? Yeah. This is my first lock of the week. Alabama wow. is 11 and 1 against the spread in week one games uh, in the last 12 years. Uh, I don't see that changing. I see them pulverizing Missouri. Um, that's all I got. They currently have 97% of the bets on them. I know it's, like I said, not too many bets total. So that number is prone to change. But Chad squarely betting with the public for his first lock of the day. Everyone be warned. <clears throat> I do like that stat you pulled up, though. 11-1 and one against the spread in week one. Yeah. Connor, who's your first lock of the week, sir? Yeah, I was looking. There, There's literally not a single game that jumps out at me. Um, it, and wait, I hate no, to wait, do am it. Am I seeing it right I, that... Am I seeing it right that Louisiana Lafayette is still ranked 19th? Yes. Mm-hmm. You gotta be shitting me. Dude, I think I think they just gave the like whoever the AP poll rankers. I think they just gave them the year off because I don't think the rankings have changed like at all. Oh my god, dude! But to to John's dismay, my first lock of the day is going to be Tennessee minus three and a half. Blasphemous! That's insane. You know, if, if Brooks Brooks got the waiver cleared, you know, I might not be betting on the game. But yeah, here we are. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I respect that, I guess. John hates it. He's so mad right now. <laughs> Just a little upset. 
Oh. I'm a little worried that they're going to Columbia, but you know, no fans, so hopefully that doesn't doesn't do too much to them. Yeah. Um. I mean, if we if we could win that, I don't know how Tennessee's ranked 16th, but if we could win that game, I mean, that was a cute looking win in the beginning of the year. See how it lasts. Um, for my first lock of the week, I struggle with this slate because it's so nasty. And, and as Chad did mention uh, eloquently, in fact, that these teams haven't really played at all. We haven't seen uh, we haven't seen a whole lot of burn out of them. I'm gonna say that I might hate myself for it. Dude, I'm like trying to talk myself out of it at the last minute, but I can't do it. Um, it's going to be the Georgia first half spread against Arkansas. It's going to be the Georgia first half spread against Arkansas. I'm trying to try trying to confirm the like what number that is right now. Connor, do you have it up by chance? I think it's uh. Yeah, I have. Fourteen. Give me one sec here. Georgia, 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 Georgia. Chad, while he's looking for that, how do you like Georgia? This, it's your team this year. Your team every year. Uh, um, dude, Kirby Smart is just painful. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be redshirt freshman Dewan Mathis under center. It looks like he's beating out JT Daniels. People saw. are excited, but you got to utilize him, man. I mean, Jake Fromm clearly wasn't it, but that offense was still hideous. Um, Georgia will have the best defense in college football. So they're going to be in every game. But I just, I still see them losing I, the game. See, I, I love uh, if I can get 14 there on it's, that first it's half. It's currently at, uh, at 14 and a half. But the, uh, the odds are at minus 106. So it looks like it could potentially okay. move. It might move to 15, though. Um, That's yeah. a situation that we'll monitor. Um, I'll lock it in either way, no matter what that line's at. We can say 14 and a half now because I'm so confident. I, I To the defensive point, Arkansas might not score in the first half. They stink. <laughs> They're bad. Yeah. Does Arkansas and have I, a new coach this year, or am I making that up? Uh, that sounds right. <laughs> uh, Arkansas is a team that's never on my radar. Pretty ever. relevant. Pretty, pretty relevant. They'll probably be featured in a college football relevant game of the week at some point this season. Um, but I, I think that the first half with this this new quarterback for Georgia under center, they might not be able to do much early on because no one's seen him play. The fat spread of 28 full game, maybe second half adjustments take place against a freshman quarterback, but I like him in that first half coming out coming out motivated and hot uh, for Georgia. So that that's my first lock of the week in college football. Is JT Daniels not starting for them? Not no, it I've looks like now. it's Dewan Mathis yeah, who is uh, a redshirt freshman. And what's the deal? They have they have Newman as well. He's no Newman opted out by next year. Right, right. But is with the intention of coming back next year, or is he just getting I ready for he, the NFL? I think he's getting ready for the NFL draft. Okay, he was a good little player at Wake Forest next year. Um, but without further ado, Chad. Your second lock of the week. So I was trying to find this game. Well, I found the game in my book, but the over-under is not available yet. But I'm going to lock it in uh, on the Action app. And that is 
Texas, Texas Tech over 70. Um, Love that so much. I just don't think any defense will be played. And, you know, Ellinger's great at the beginning of the year when he plays against these, you know, subpar Big 12 teams. So I like the over 70 here. I'm predicting that the under is going to be hammered in that game. It looks like we are expecting 12-mile-per-hour winds, um, and it looks like it's going to be 93-degree weather. Um, I suspect Sharps will be on the under. I do still like the overplay, though. High totals tickle me. They just in such a way. College football. <laughs> it, um, that's the second highest total of the week. Love it. From what I'm looking at. What's the highest, it's, if you don't mind? The highest, we have a over-under of 73 in the North Texas-Houston game taking place at 7 p.m. Well, that's the type of conference that I don't really do. <laughs> <laughs> I can bet on the Sun Belt because it's kind of like in the area of where I'm at, but nah, nah not the Midwest, not that. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. Oh, I actually, oh, I actually wait, really wait, enjoy wait. We have we have one more total that is higher. We have an over under of seventy seven in the Central Florida East Carolina game. Wow. I yeah. will be avoiding that. Yeah, so I've I've made the executive decision that I just need to stop betting over unders, especially unders. Overs, I you know, maybe I'll get an over here or there. But I gotta stop betting unders. Like I just it hurts me every time. So um, I have been looking exclusively at spreads for my locks of the week. Uh, my second lock of the week, we're going to go down to Miami, Florida. I'm Damn. going to be taking Florida State plus 11. Oh, wow. Whew. I'm expecting that. And this is, this is like one of those picks. I just want to close my eyes and bet it. I'm looking at the numbers. They look great, but I hate Florida State. Uh, they might lose by a thousand points. I'm hoping that the rivalry game keeps it close. I'm gonna take Florida State plus eleven. That was not something I was expecting. Fuck crazy, dude. Um, <laughs> this slate is just god awful. Honestly, I'm getting I'm getting pissed off looking at it. I it is so like frustratingly bad that I am struggling to pick a second a second game here I this team absolutely murdered my life last week and I just said what I just said about BYU (laughs) but I'm hitting you with the Uno the reverse card give me the Troy spread plus 14 right now give me the spread two touchdowns Troy absolutely mollywopped Middle Tennessee last week I I mollywopped I like that they absolutely mollywopped them. Um, 47 to 14, they were two-point favorites, and they had their way with them pretty much in every aspect of the game. Uh, on the ground, through the air, they look really, really strong. BYU um, obviously just had their game canceled. Don't know what's going on there. Maybe they're not focused. Maybe. Wow. Doesn't look very good. They smoked Navy. Good. Navy didn't tackle. I don't think they've seen a team that's tackled. Navy came back against Tulane, but Tulane isn't very good. My my other my other question is like I feel like they probably just took the players that had COVID and just like separated them and the rest of the team's been practicing. Who knows if those players are even going to play this week? Who knows? So I have no idea. 
I, I don't hate that pick, and the numbers look great on Troy right now. And what I'm, what doing, I'm seeing. And what I'm going to do, because I like this pick so much, that is a line 14 that I don't want to see move. I'm probably going to lock that in right now. I don't want that dip and blow two touchdowns. Um, so there we go. Georgia first half, Troy full game. The Clemens locks of the week. We're going to try to stay hot for you guys this weekend. Aren't we doing three? I think you cut yourself short there, Johnny. I believe three is NFL Chad. Connor was making. I mean, a... I, I'm I I I I would do three, but I I tell you what, I'm not even confident in my first two. All right, I looking will get at Iowa at State here potentially minus two and a half against TCU, and Iowa State sucks. I don't even know if TCU's played a game yet this year. I will give the folks a little bonus Chad's play, because uh, it's actually my favorite play of my folks, three. Before Chad goes for his bonus play here. What you just watched was like a mental thought process of forcing a bet or not forcing a bet. You're going to want to think about this thoroughly every time you have a moment where it's like, hey, am I betting just to bet or am I betting to get rich? I have tried my damnedest now to just say I'm only going to bet if I look at him like, hey, I'm going to get rich. Therefore, yeah, I mean, only two locks of the week because I don't want you guys taking a bad pick. Thursday night football, whatever pick I give out, that's that's a game where I'll be betting just to bet. I'll just say that right now. Betting just to bet versus locks of the week. I gave you two locks of the week. Chad, let's hit him with your best pick right now, and don't you dare let me down. Okay, and this is one I'm going against the public. I like Cincinnati minus 14 against Army. Really hoping that line gets down to 13 and a half, Um, but I am... I might lock it in at 14. Uh, I think the Bearcats are good. They were great last year. Um, Army tends to play ranked teams tough, but I don't see it happening here. I like the Bearcats big. Let's go, Chad. I don't hate that at all. One thing, too, I might note that I did not notice initially makes me love this. Flashing lights, flashing lights, lights. Hit me with it, Chad. Can uh, <laughs> Very exciting. That that Troy-BYU game is at 10.15 p.m. on ESPN on Saturday night, baby. It's just like, we don't even need the Pac-12, do we? We just need Troy. No, Troy you're BYU. damn right. I can't, I can't wait. Um, okay, so now what do we want to talk about? <laughs> I think we – let's take a break here. All right. Get, give AJ a shot, and we'll come back with our uh, – with a better slate, a better NFL slate, where we can actually seem like we know what we're talking about, rather. I don't even know. Uh, I can't name a single player on a team that I just put a bet on. I'm going to be honest. Folks at home, if you listen to Connor's Locks of the Week, you got to now ask yourself, were they Locks of the Week, or is he betting the bet? <laughs> Clemens is not betting the bet with those two picks. again. I Narrator, they were Locks of the Week. And we're back with a quick word from John Clemens. So this is a mystery segment. I've told him it was nothing more than a mystery segment. Um, I'm going to give you a movie quote, and then whoever guesses it first wins. And we're going to do this until one of you gets ten right. So this could be oh, ten episodes. Shit, that's a lot. Twenty episodes. Be Fifteen uh, episodes. You know, I would like to say before you begin, I'm really glad that I'm on the guessing side this time. You know, um, 
change it up. It can show people how bad I am at things. So yeah. It's a good opportunity. Learning experience. And all I'll say is uh, I hope you see the movies of these quotes that they're coming from. You can also – I will be – I'll be nice. I'll be a good guy. You don't have to say the name of the character. You can say the name of the actor or actress. Um, or you can say the name of the person's name in the movie. I don't Do care. Do we get a bonus if we say the year the movie came out? No, because I won't be looking at that because I don't care okay. enough. Okay. Um, but say the name of the movie and say the person, whether it's the actor or the character's name in the movie. Okay. Here's, here's the quote. <sighs> the kid's a freak. He's a freak. Super He's the best bad. Still alive. Seth Rogen's character. Uh, I forget his name, though. Let's go, dude. Did you like that acting job? Yeah, I, I knew that the breathing was part of it. I just had no idea what was coming after that. I've dude, never that seen that movie. So funny. That's what? what? Like if you're, Are you serious? Did you hear that? He's never seen it. You've never... <laughs> no, I've never seen it. It's, it's, it's a top five comedy that's come out during our lifetime, without a doubt. <laughs> and this is where we need to clip John right there. He just looks so sad and just disenlightened. But, okay, I'll have to watch that. I'll put Officer that on the list. Michaels is the name of Seth Rogen's character. That, Chad, is, should be a war crime. That's fucking – that is – that's unacceptable. <laughs> wow. Put that yeah. on your list of things to do. It is super bad. Like, that – you ever notice how the best comedy movies all came out before, like, 2012? It's crazy. I saw this TikTok once that Anthony sent me of like all the good comedians from like 2000 to 2012. That's when the best comedy movies were made ever, ever. But where'd they all go? They're all for right now because the libs again. You're gonna offend everyone. <laughs> so. All right. Oh man, I love it. Um. Should we get a little slate talk going again? Bring them back. Get the NFL folks slate blood. talk time. My favorite, dude. Um, That's fun. So let's start. Let's do this a little bit differently. Um, we'll give our locks of the week, but before we get there, let's just you know look through this slate and talk to us about some lines that just don't make any sense. Whether they don't make any sense and you love it, whether they don't make any sense and you're absolutely avoiding it. Have or if they don't make any sense because you can't read English. I just confused Chad more than I ever confused. Chad, <laughs> Chad was a deer in the headlights after I said that. That's <laughs> all I wanted. <laughs> Chad's crying, I think. I'm so lost. Right, so, so keep in mind... Chad, no way he hits a pick after this. He's all confused. He had all his picks lined up. There's no way. He has no idea what he's betting anymore. I just fetched a cop the shit out of Chad's brain. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, pull it together, Messier. Pull it together. Um, the first line that does. <laughs> oh, God. Can someone else go first? Oh, yeah. he's got no composure. Yeah. He's, he's so screwed. under arrest, dude. He just got sacked for a 16 yard loss. So I'll, I'll start this off. Uh, I sent this to a couple of group chats earlier today. This is my first max unit play of the NFL season. I've already locked it in. I am balls to the wall on the Patriots minus six against the Raiders at home. Raiders had a, a good win last night against the Saints. I think the Saints are 
they looked bad last night. I don't think the Raiders are as good as advertised. And I don't think Derek Carr and that offense are anywhere near the level of Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. So, um, and, and the fact that New England lost last week and the Raiders won just makes me think that the public's going to be hammering Las Vegas. And I just, I just love the pick. And I love betting Bill Belichick after, uh, after a loss. So I'm all in on the Pats minus six. Connor, I think that's a fantastic play. Let me say it. I love that play. Chad, who's your lock? Tell right, me, are you ready I, again? Are you, are you are you more poised? I'm I'm poised. I'm composed. Um, so this one, I, I'm gonna go this order first because I want to be the first one to say it because I have a feeling both of you are eyeing it. But I love Green Bay plus three. Um, New Orleans is not good. Did I say something wrong? Okay. Uh, still rattled. Green or New Orleans is not good. Um, Michael Thomas out is gonna kill that team. Um, I like Green Bay by a touchdown and a field goal. So by ten. Uh, nine. No extra point. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> um, keep in mind uh, that Green Bay line originally opened up at. Six and a half. It's all the way down to three already. Um, if you are thinking about betting Green Bay, you might want to get on that early and often. I'm a little bit worried, though. I think just like I was talking about with the Pats, I think that might be a little bit of an overreaction. The Saints are still a good team. Don't get me wrong. They just looked really bad on on uh, Monday Night Football. They went out to Vegas. They go back to New Orleans. I don't love that play. I'll just say it. Also, the fact you were talking so much trash about the Packers on Twitter, and now you just—they're your first lock of the day. No, I wasn't talking not trash. It, it was I'm not loving it. It's Eminem, dude. He's just every time <laughs> I go on there, he's liking, retweeting things that like, congrats, man. Like Packers off to a good start. Probably be good again this week. That's why I'm betting them. But they're not going to win this Super Bowl. They're not gonna win. so yeah. Wow. John, Chad, you, do you have a lock? Chad, you and Eminem need to just get together one of these nights, have a couple of drinks. Um, I know. Op, we need to we need to start a GoFundMe to get to fly Chad and Marzul yes. to some bar and like where is Green Bay? It's not an actual city, is it? I think it is. It is? Yeah. All right. Well wherever the Packers we're, play, we need to we'll get, get a bar out there. Intern on uh, on the fact check of that one. Yeah. Um, the, the funny thing about my lock of the week is it's just disgusting. It's the Arizona Cardinals minus five and a half against the Lions. There is no when is Vegas going to realize how good the Cardinals are? The Lions have injuries all over their roster. I don't even care or know who from the injury riddle team last week might be coming back. Doesn't matter. Arizona's home again for the third game in a row. They, I just saw they're going to get a uh, small section of family and friends in attendance. Who doesn't love playing in front of family and friends? I think I, saw, I think I saw a stat that the Lions have lost. Like, I don't want to – I I have this number in my head of 11, but that seems way too high. But they've lost a number of games in a row where they've led by double digits. The, like, the they apparently – they blow a lead every time. The situation is unbelievable. The Lions are going on the road again. They were just in Green Bay. They just got throttled by Green Bay. Arizona's clicking on all cylinders. I, I – to confirm that I'm not crazy, like, is there a look-ahead game that I should be worried about with Arizona? No. They play the Panthers and Jets next after this one. 
Arizona is going to blow them out again. Like I, there is no, it is unbelievable. This, this is uh less than one possession, but minus five and a half. Uh, Arizona's not losing this game. And we, we have a fast turf alert in Arizona. The roof will be closed due to a hundred plus degree I mean, temperatures in Phoenix. Kyler Murray is the MVP front runner for me right now through two weeks, very early, obviously, but they are going to, you're going to ride them until the wheels fall off with me. If you like money, they're not going to miss this cover promise. We, we did print money with the Cardinals last week. That was we just too and easy. I will continue to do so. I yeah. absolutely hate this next pick of mine, oh, but Chad, go ahead. Uh, oh, Connor, Chad. All Connor, right, I'll so. take it. Um, <laughs> this is another pick like my college pick. I'm just going to close my eyes and bet it. I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers plus wow. six and a half against the, the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to pray that the line gets up to seven before I lock it in. I, I can't really tell you, you much about why I like this bet outside of uh, there's there's one trend in particular that teams that are 0-2, straight up 0-2 against the spread, um, hitting at a 60% clip the next week against the spread. Also, I'm seeing Carolina getting only 41% of the bets, but 99% of the money at the moment, which I absolutely love. Um, it. I mean, I really hope that the Chargers end up starting Tyrod Taylor because if they start Herbert, I'm probably screwed. Yeah. Wow. Chad, um, do you want me to have the floor? I got mine ready to rumble. No, I've got mine ready. I was just looking ahead because I might be f- doing a little flipperoo with my third one. But my second one is I like Tampa Bay minus six. Uh, on the road in Denver. Um, Denver played over their head, I believe, against Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay is still a really good team. And again, I'm surprised it's a one possession line. So I will go Tampa Bay minus six. Big uh, Tampa fan there, Tampa Chad. Let me, uh, this next pick of mine is something I can't believe I'm doing. But it's at a current point where I can't say no to it. I think the spread is kind of egregious because I think the team they're playing is just not very good. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. J-E-T-S. Plus 10.5? Sam Darnold, I saw a flick of the wrist, tossed the ball. Sidearm across his body on the run, 40 yards on a rope this past week. Jets plus 10.5. They're not going to lose by that much to Indianapolis. Indianapolis stinks, and they always play to the level of their competition. You saw it against Jacksonville. You saw it against Minnesota to an extent, because Minnesota is not as bad as they played that game. Colts exceed expectations. Market overreaction to the max this week with this line. Jets plus 10.5. I, I like that pick. I really do. I <clears throat> I foresee, even if the Colts get up, I just foresee Phillip Rivers fucking up somewhere. He's really bad, honestly. I know they won last week, but he's bad. I, I honestly think they have a better shot with Jacoby Brissett in that quarterback. But that's just me. All right. <clears throat> Chad, have you given a, a second lock yet? You have not. Yeah, I did. Mine was Tampa Bay minus six. All right, I hate that pick, um, but that's fine. 
last. And folks, some technical difficulties. Connor um, is uh, not in a good audio state at the moment. I will take over while he like gets together with it. Um, oh, Connor's back. We see him again. Connor, Connor, how are you? Yeah, I'll just keep it short and sweet. I'm going Philadelphia Eagles minus five and a half at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. Um, that was and, for Mike Rodriguez, Anthony Correo, Justin Fendrick, and any other Eagles fan that I didn't name because that's... I'll actually be... Bad. I'm locking that bet in right now as we speak. I don't want the line to get up a little bit, but you guys can carry on. Um, and my final lock, which I think they'll hate because I know they both said they would never bet on this team after last week, but I'm taking the <laughs> Cleveland Browns minus seven <laughs> against the Redskins. <laughs> the Redskins <laughs> are so bad. <laughs> I hate that pick, dude. That's disgusting. <laughs> I love that. Enjoy that one, brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this might be a huge fade, a fade alert for Chad. Big time fade alert. Chad, I, uh, I, I, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. The Browns blowing that. I mean, it's tough. Um, my last lock of the week, it almost seems like it shouldn't be allowed for this to happen. But you're getting three and a half points for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, on Monday night, currently plus three and a half. That's all I need to see. All I need to see is that field goal. I I think it's crazy to, for Mahomes to be underdog in any game. I know the Ravens are a good team. I know that the Kansas City Chiefs are on the road. But give me the plus three and a half. Because Mahomes should never be an underdog. Don't care who he plays. Is it is it bad of me to say that that over should just be an auto lock? I see it's going to be raining a little bit and a little bit windy, but it's, I feel like it's tough to bet auto the totals before you know that weather situation the day of the game. I've, I've realized with my, my only loss last week was a total, so I also don't know if I'll be doing totals much more with the lock of the week segment. So, But hey... Cardinals, Jets, Chiefs, lock them in. Thank me later. Can't wait. Let's stay hot. I know. We've got to. Although I've been the opposite of hot, so I got to – maybe John gets cold, Jay gets hot. You don't know. Why does it have to come at my to my expense? At my expense? At my well, expense? I'm saying if it comes down to I need you to get cold for me to get hot, I'm willing to accept that. Um, That's wildly selfish. It is, it is, but you've had How your How do you sleep at night knowing that you intentionally put your friends at harm with statements like that? Um, I sleep at night knowing we will still have an opportunity to bond on a game, which is the irrelevant game of the week. Let's go. And Bonk I... What an unbelievable segue we just orchestrated there, Chad. That was... A little side right. banter. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, so, John, this is going to be a tight one. I feel like there's a couple different directions we can go here. There's honestly, this has been the strongest slate of contenders for the irrelevant game of the week that we have had the entire season. So I'm um, eyeing three. I'm eyeing the Cincinnati game. I'm eyeing the Jets game and the Panthers game. Yes, now, Are you just going to ignore the, the Redskins-Browns game in there that you bet on? That game is literally <laughs> dog shit. Issue, 
with each of these games, and it is that we all already have a play on each of those games. Therefore, they're all disqualified from the irrelevant game of the week, I would say. In fact, we haven't really bet on any good games. It's kind of unbelievable. I was looking at the – no one bet on that Niners-Giants game. I That's the one that was peaking my eye because I think the Niners are going to be starting Nick Mullins, and who the yeah. fuck is that? <laughs> He was so bad last week. The, like, the Niners are, bad. are, we were saying this before the injuries, but they are going to be probably the worst team in that division, and I think that is an excellent irrelevant game of the week. Let, let me let me read you their injury report real quick. So George Kittle is currently active. Debo Samuel out. Garoppolo questionable, most likely out. Wide receiver Richard James out. D Ford out. Nick Williams, another wide receiver questionable. Richard Sherman out. Tavon Austin out. Jason Verrett out, and then Solomon Thomas and uh, Nick Bosa out for the year. You go over to the the Giants, Saquon Barkley out for the year. David Sills out, and they also have two linebackers questionable. What a disaster. Yeah, I the like Giants' that. only big loss, I believe, is just going to be Saquon. I believe they signed Devontae Freeman today. I like that a lot, him and Deion Lewis. I feel strongly about this. I love it a they lot. They have uh, that guy that used to be in uh, – in Carolina too. Mike, uh, fuck. What's his last name? Not Mike, Mike Davis is on the Carolina Panthers. He's on the Carolina is Panthers. Okay. Panthers. Yeah. I thought he was maybe on the Giants now. Okay. Give me Sorry. the first one of the year for Joe Judge. Give me the Giants money line in this game. Niners lose a real tough one and begin to spiral for the year. Um, I love the Giants. What is the money game. line right Giants now? Giants money line plus one seventy. Give me the Giants money okay. line. I'll uh I'll be a little more conservative than John, but I am going to be taking Giants plus four. And I will be going the under. I believe it's forty one right now. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, under has moved from. It's only moved from forty two and a half to forty one. But uh, I do like that play. I just like I said, I I just need a weekend off of betting unders. It's just been hurting me. I I, I love the board again. Uh, today was the first time I looked at it for this week, and I love it again. There's nothing more exciting than that fact. There's nothing better than hopping on the pod with you guys and really dissecting these games for the first time this week, and then just it gets to Saturday and you lose games and you're just questioning what the hell you were thinking back on Tuesday well, so, evening. Well, not some of us, not all of us, some of us. I, I do think we should also hit on the, the local game of the week, the Bills-Rams, two 2-0 teams. Yeah. Bills yeah. currently minus 2.5 at home. They're getting – they have 35% of the bets, 81% of the money. This Love is another Buffalo, situation. Honestly. I, I I couldn't – I didn't like it enough for it to, again, be my, my uh, one of my locks of the week. Early thought, though, is I like the Rams again. If that Rams line stays below three – that's a money line play. If it gets to three or higher, that's a spread play for me. John, I don't want to open this wound if you didn't do it, but I don't remember if you did. Did you take the over on the Rams win total for this year? I did not. You no, did. I was talk, trying to talk myself into it. Unfortunately, it sucks because it was only eight and they're already at two um, with two good wins. And it's a bummer. I took the Seattle Seahawks to win that division. And it's going to be a slugfest between them and the cards. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think you gotta trust Seattle's uh, maturity and uh, yeah. playoff pedigree and coaching yeah. to win that division. I hope so. I hope so. 
All right, boys. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Um, I'm still live in my survivor pool, which is exciting. Um, couple weeks in, there've been a several large upsets the first two weeks. I think at least half of the. Who've you taken four- so far? Um, I took the Cardinals last week, uh, so I can't use them again, which is very unfortunate. And I took the Bills in week one against the Jets. So strategically still have pretty much every elite team left. Um, haven't haven't decided yet this week, but I'll uh, keep you posted. That's a Wednesday activity for me, so I haven't really considered You got any leans? Got any leans yet or no? I don't know if I've got any yet. I really like New England, though. Like you said, that might be using an elite team. I really, really like them this week. I don't think Oakland starts 3-0 or Las Vegas. There's just no way. Um, and Cam looked damn good. So I, I, I'm probably going to join you on that New England bet. I'll say that, too, if I didn't say it already. My God. Uh, I but did. Yeah. Chad, this is this is your opportunity here. I said if I miss this bet in the group chat that they can remove me. This could be an opening for you if New England fucks this up. An open so, trial on deck for Chad. Is there um, like a lock, like you can't go over a certain amount of guys in the group where if you are kicked from it, they're Well, considering I didn't hear anything you just said, I I can't. I don't know. But I'll well, tell you what, there, there, there's, I don't think there's a limit to how many people you can put in a group chat to answer your question. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Forget it. Forget it. Um, Chad, that, we're, we're, I undergo a membership review for you just about every three days and then an internal audit. It's a whole process. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, the Nuggets are up 10 at half. I have that money line tonight, so hopefully that pays off. Right, we said we would touch on it last episode. John, your one-yard bet did hit last we night. We did. Yes, I almost forgot because it was the only bet that hit last night. Um, the torrid hot stretch came to an end on Monday Night Football. I feel like that's always the case. Monday night's not an easy – ever easy. Um, no, the Monday-Thursday night games are games, like you said. You're betting bet, them. Bet them. I bet. mean, I was yeah. – we had, we had house money. It wasn't the worst in the world, but the one-yard touchdown bet did hit. That's going to be a play for me in just about every primetime game now, I think, moving forward. Um, it's fun. It's exhilarating. And it's really nice when it hits early like it has for me the last few. Yeah. Um, the only thing I have left to say is Falcons still haven't fired Dan Quinn. We need to get him fired. I, I don't know what it's going to take, but... With that being said, we are only one game out of the division lead right now. Yeah, it's true. We need to beat Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. It, it, it is still very, very early. I think we we need to end this show with, because it's been a while, Chad, update on the, the women's situation. How have you been lately? <laughs> is everything okay? We haven't heard from you, and I get worried every now and then when, we, when you don't uh, give us an update on the show. So. Um. There, there, it's the the women's situation's non-existent right now. Um, oh. It doesn't help living at home. Um, so I'm just I'm primed. I I feel like you know a kid coming out that is already t- too good for the college level is just biding his time, waiting to get to the pros. That's how I'm feeling. Waiting to get to DC, and then it's just gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be something. <laughs> I'm so cocky right now. That's okay though. It's just gonna be. <laughs> you think you're gonna 
You think you're going to tear it up in D.C.? You like your oh, odds? I'm, I'm just absolutely going to go wild. You know? I, wa- I want to say from when I interned in D.C., one of the best happy hour scenes out of any of the major cities I've been in. I've been in New York City. Boston's happy hour is basically non-existent, so that doesn't really count. But D.C.'s happy hour, next level. Literally loved it. That's where I thrive is happy hour, and I'm in bed passed out by 9 o'clock. There's literally nothing better <laughs> than just... Best full night's sleep, do it again tomorrow. Exactly, you know. Drinks at three, go hard three to nine, and just be passed out. You think happy hour's at three, dude? <laughs> what? <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are your work hours, six to two? <laughs> well, in, in Columbus, I didn't have classes on Friday, so we oh. did our happy hours three to nine. Yeah, you definitely haven't been welcome to the real world yet. Happy hour is like a a 6 p.m., 6.30, maybe even 7 p.m. thing. Oh, wow. I'm in for a rude awakening. I think it starts at – definitely probably depends on the city and whatever, but 5. Earliest is 5 is the earliest. Yeah, 5 is the early crowd for sure. 6 to 7 sweet spot. All right. You'll uh, you'll no. learn, Chad. Just just, I will. just I'm just begging you do not show up at happy hour at 3 p.m. the first weekend. Folks, let us know what you think about the two episodes. It's not always going to be possible with our schedules, very busy men, but let us know what you think. If you still listening to me right now, you listen to both episodes. Thank you. We love you. And best of luck that to Chad on the CPA you. exam. Thank you, boys. Wish Chad best- luck. Wish Connor luck. Wish me luck. Yeah, Wish you same. luck. Let's best, all of luck, best of luck to everyone, you know, with plays this weekend. Um, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLING. And with that, good night. Thank you for listening. Production by AJ Bradbury.